Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Everybody and welcome on into this week's edition of Megan Fun of Sports. The Stanley Cup Finals and the NBA Finals are over, so we are officially in off-season mode. Even though we weren't even talking about the Stanley Cup Finals on this show. No, I Sorry, know. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I know, but congrats to Vegas. Um, I did see people were excited. I did have to remind a dear close friend that. The WNBA Aces also won it. She was like, Vegas won something. I'm like, she's from there. I go, Vegas has won something already. Um, But congrats. I loved seeing people putting their kids in the cup. I love that. Yeah, the cup is fun. And the handshake line, right? You can't can't forget about that. Um, But yeah, we have a lot of NBA playoffs to discuss. Mandatory mini camp was this week for the NFL. We got a little baseball to talk about. And of course... You guys, this podcast was made for topics like this. In fact, this story broke minutes after we were done recording last week, and both Megan and I were extremely bummed that we weren't able to discuss with you. But now we've had a whole week to get together all of our thoughts and watch this unfold. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I am talking about Zion Williamson and his baby mama and his girlfriend and the whole fiasco that's going on with that. We are going to dive in later in the show, but we will kick things off the way we always do on this show with our morons and menches of the week. Megan, who you got? Okay. So my moron this week um, is a quote unquote YouTube personality named Alex Stein. I hesitate to even tell you his name, Um, but he is the man who, Oh, this is the Brittany Griner. Yes, he accosted, Mm -hmm. um, harassed, screamed um, slurs and hateful words at Brittany Griner at the Dallas airport. I don't think that location surprises us. And uh, she was traveling with her team. Now, we've been on record. We're we're pro Brittany Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner Mm -hmm. is now back in the U.S., thankfully, is playing basketball again where she belongs. Mm -hmm. Strange to me, these people that are like, I'm a patriot. And it's like, but you're on Russia's side. Like she's an American and she was held in Russia for what they're saying is weed. I, I, I guess my moron also is who is still letting the WNBA teams just travel out in the world with the regular people. Megan, you travel more than any of us. It's dog eat dog out there. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hell hath no fury. Like Especially a terminal you don't want to be. Oh, terrible. Absolutely yeah, this terrible. is the worst. This is You're, the worst. I had a flight so delayed the other day that they said, you know what? We're going to do it tomorrow at 1030 AM. I was they supposed said, to we get- call it. Call yeah, it. that's it. And so at WNBA, they've been begging for charters. Um, so they do not have to be traveling with the general public for instances like this. It's not just like, oh, it'd be nicer to fly private. Obviously, it would. But the these athletes face actual terrifying situations. The police had to come. The entire Mercury team had to be sequestered in a certain area where this man couldn't get to them. Like, this is just a ticking time bomb. It's only going to get worse because now he's gotten publicity and I'm sure it's doing numbers for his YouTube 
fest. And so people are going to keep doing this and accosting them and, and they can do it to anyone they want. And it's like, they just shouldn't be in the airport. Now they need sponsors to charter these flights. I don't have any money, but we know how much money is wasted in this world. Like just yeah. throw the ladies some jets. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's start a GoFundMe for um, private jets for the yes. WNBA team. Yes. Uh, I agree, though. This is terrible. This poor woman has been through enough. Um, so just leave her, just leave her alone. OK. Um, my moron of the week is actually myself. I told you and Eddie that I had a very funny story to tell you. I don't know if it's going to come through in my storytelling how funny it was, but I was hosting the show at work in Connecticut on Monday night, the show ends at 1135 and like typical television production. The second we go off the air, everybody is racing for the door. Mm-hmm. I am notorious for forgetting things, leaving things behind. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take my time. I have nowhere to be. I have a 5 a.m. flight tomorrow, but I'm not going to sleep anyways. So I've, I'm going to take my time, pack up all my things, you know, put it together. I call the Uber. Now, this building that I am in, is completely fenced off. You cannot get mm-hmm. in and you can't get out without a pass. Now, since I don't work there regularly, even though I kind of do, I don't have a badge. I don't have a badge to get in. Well, we got to get you a badge. Of the building. Yes, that that is the lesson of this whole story, but I do not have a badge. So call the Uber, Uber arrives, he's at the gate. So I said, you know, I will meet you at the gate. And I tell him, you need to hit the button so that security can let you in. Hits the button. We wait, we wait, we're waiting, we're waiting. No answer. Hit it again. You know, we're waiting, we're waiting for five minutes. No answer from security. So I say to this Uber driver, it is, it's well after midnight at this point. Yeah. I say to this Uber driver, can you go to the other gate and maybe hit that button? And that oh, will work. No. So You're asking the other a lot. Gate, You're asking a lot. that button. Still no answer. So I say, you know, if you don't mind, let me just run in, see if I can flag down security so that they can let this whole situation, you know, end. So I go, I'm knocking on the window. Security's nowhere to be found, which is very bizarre because they're always right up front. And also kind of so, scary. Like it's like, yeah, what, a little what's weird. Going on? And so at this point, I realized that I am a zoo animal trapped inside yeah. of this fenced in with area. an Uber driver. Who was the Uber? Man, woman, cool, man, not cool, man. Okay. Very nice. I mean, some people would have been like, listen, ma'am, I'm sorry. I I'm know, not waiting but, for but, you. But places like yeah. Connecticut, Indiana, when I get Ubers, it's like they got all the time in the world. Yeah. Like, and it is in LA. It's like this is a this is a hustle. This is a business. The, the Uber drivers in in these other states, they're doing it for fun. Like they're like, yeah, yeah they just like to meet people. And you're like, okay, sure. Exactly. Uh, so I get to back to the fence and I say to my Uber driver, I can't find anybody to let us out. And he looks at me and he's like, I think you're going to have to hop the fence. And I'm like, I think you're right. I'm going to have to hop the fence. So I'm wearing an ultimate warrior sweatshirt and I am in full glam because I was just on TV. Oh, I so this Uber driver Mm-mm. is now trying to help me hop this fence. And nope. so I'm climbing this fence. And as I'm mid climb, suddenly security appears. Yeah, probably because they saw people. someone trying to climb the fence. So security comes running after, ma'am, what are you doing? I said, I work here. I swear I work here. What are you doing? What are you doing? Security. Where is your badge? I say, I don't have one. And they say, how do you work here and not have a badge? You know, I'm wearing this ultimate warrior sweatshirt. They probably think I'm just some crazy wrestling fan trying to break into the headquarters at midnight. I cut my arm. I realized I haven't had a tetanus shot in a long time because I've been avoiding that like the plague. So anyways, um, security caught me trying to hop a fence, not, you know, to do anything bad, but just 
to get home, to get That's- out. But where was security? Did you ask them? They said they, they said they took a 15 minute break. Oh, okay. Well, then that seems like that's on them to come out (laughs) a 15 minute break, but 15 minutes is enough time for someone to break in and break out. So it's like, shouldn't there be someone else on duty when there's a 15 minute break happening? I am a good fence hopper and this fence, there's no chance I was getting over it, over it without ripping my entire outfit. So I think the the facility is is pretty safe. Um, They got it. They got it locked down pretty good. Um, but yeah, somewhere there exists footage of me hopping a fence, trying to get out of work. So, um, whoever has that just, you know, send it to me, be mindful before you release the hounds, send it to me, midwestmama at gmail.com. Um, your email? No, I would never say my email on here, (laughs) even though there's 10 people listening. I don't need them coming to me. Um, okay. Eddie, give us your moron this week. My moron is similar to uh, kind of what you said, Megan um, G, about you know people looking for clickbait and, and, and clout online. And I'm sure you guys by now have seen this insane story about Baby Gronk, more so um, the father of uh, of Baby Gronk here. And uh, obviously not blaming the kid whatsoever. This so I have not seen this story and I'm about to Google it right now. Baby Megan. Gronk. I have not, been, I've been, I've been on the road. I've been. Oh. On I'm. I'm. I'm about to call Child Protective Services. I mean, they probably don't even need to be called. They're so, probably can you explain this. to me what sure. Baby Gronk yes. is? Sure. Yes. He <laughs> is basically a uh, pee wee football player. Mm-hmm. Who Ten years the, old. The father is just absolutely obsessed with the path of his career and says that he's not like other kids his age. He does not. He only focused on winning and injuries don't bother him. And he trains mm-hmm. and train. He never, he, he just basically saying that he, he's like his mentality right now is NFL ready. Um, and this dad is, so to speak, pimping him around to different, um, you know, first it was colleges. Like, you know, the big, big story was the LSU visit and he's wearing all this insane gear. Um, but then it kind of spiraled into this gross, like the dad is going on podcasts and other shows with him. And he's like sliding into the DM of literally every single popular like NFL former NFL player. I've seen Chris Long tweet about it. Um, you know, Taylor Wana will come the new Boston with the boys. He's bothering them. Like obviously part of my take, like all the, I just saw he's also sliding into hot women's DMs. Yes. 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 yes, That was part of it early on with Livy Dunn, the uh, LSU gymnast too, which is really creepy because she's like maybe eight, 18, 19. There's a video of baby Gronk and her where it's everything is so bizarre. But Eddie, I think sort of what tipped the scales was this podcast video that came out. Sure. He's like feeding him lines and stuff. And and my whole thing is this, like number one, uh, and and this is insane to even get into this in terms of like the athleticism, but it's like this kid could end up being like five foot eight, like 150 pounds and not be (laughs) an NFL player. Like I'm, I'm a humongous person and I, couldn't even sniff the one ball. It's just, it's just ridiculous to think that because you're doing viral videos and you're 10 years old, you're going to amount to something like this kid could hit puberty and it may not go well. And then he's just screwed. Um, and then the other aspect, the more nauseating aspect, especially for me as a person who I do seemingly, uh, you know, I'm online on Twitter a lot, just basically because the job, but I pretty much despise all social media and just seeing the father kind of lean into it. And you're, you're forcing this kid in this path. And like Megan, you just mentioned, like going on these podcasts and on these shows and like feeding him lines to try to gain the popularity you're gonna make your kid like he's gonna get bullied 
Like this kid is going to get beat up everywhere he goes when there's tougher, stronger kids than him. And the dad just really needs to like, he needs a reality check. It's just as bad as could be. And this is the problem with most people in 2023. They have uh, these visions of grandeur and they think they're more important than they are. And, and you're not baby Gronk. So I, I'm sorry that your dad is a total a-hole. I feel bad uh, for him because this isn't his fault at all. No, he's a I mean, child. this is his dad's fault. Apparently the dad's name is Jake San Miguel. I was not expecting him to look the way he did. Apparently, <laughs> I saw the dad. I was like, oh, wait. Apparently, this That's 10-year-old has um, a verbal offer to play at the University of Arizona. I which isn't real. Dad, which isn't real. Like, you know. No, like, no that, way. That's like, I'm sure a coach was like, yeah, call me when you're 16. And he was like, well, he's playing there. No, everything about oh, it I is... did not expect his dad to look like this either. Thank he's like you? worse than... Um, Worse than uh, the ball, the ball family. Yes. Well, and, you know, I've really turned around on Mr. Ball um, because I watched all of Ball and the family and I actually really Mm -hmm. like the family now. (laughs) Look, the dad, the dad actually has some good points. Um, Okay, Eddie, Eddie, great, uh, great moron. Um, My mensch this week is Ognyenya. I hope I'm saying that right. I watched so many videos to try and pronounce it properly. Ognanya Jokic, Nikola Jokic's one-year-old daughter. She absolutely stole the show of what ended up being kind of a boring finals, if we mm-hmm. can be honest. Uh, um, they win in five. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final game, not great. But then they win at home. The Nuggets win in Denver. And so the Jokic brothers are there, blah, blah, blah. The daughter comes down. She's in this like custom jacket and little custom shoes. And she is about as excited as her dad is. Like she's just sort of like awed and taking it in. And I kept thinking like, she's only a few months older than Conrad and being like, what would Conrad be doing in this situation? She had this cute little shirt on called Tata. She just got the little chunky cheeks. She's so sweet. He had her front and center and everything. She was reacting to no one, which I love, even though people are like cheering and pouring stuff. She's just like, what is going on? And she is my finals MVP. Ognyanya Jokic. It is funny because you said she's as excited as her father, which yeah. her father, um, he didn't seem very excited. He seemed bothered. <laughs> We're going to talk about that when we talk about the NBA finals. But I have to get to my mensch of the week, who is Adam Hadwin. Um, you guys, uh, man, golf is back. Obviously, this week we have the PGA Championships in L.A. I know. Um, I didn't even realize it was in L.A. until yesterday. How did you not realize? You haven't seen all of the commercials for it? No. I've seen nothing. Oh seen my nothing. god! Well, listen, I haven't seen anything, Baby Gronk, until I just googled it. <laughs> so right we're now. just we're we're passing ships content wise. Yes. Well, um, Adam is Nick Taylor's best friend in the world. So Nick Taylor won um, this past weekend, and he hit a dramatic the Canadian Open. The Canadian yes. Open. Very he important. hit a dramatic sunk a dramatic seventy-two foot putt to win the Canadian Open and um, his best friend just wanted to celebrate so he is sitting there with champagne he rushes right out onto the green to spray the champagne and celebrate security has no idea who this is so just tackles him like nobody's business was immediately notified like hey he, he's cool. He's he's all right. Yeah, they actually figured it out pretty fast. 
Yes. Um, because um, it's like, there yeah, was- he's just a white guy in a golf shirt. So it's like, yeah. that's everyone here. And Megan, that gets back to your point about how all golfers sort of look the same um, yes. when they're in their their hats. And the spectators, and- you yes, know, like it's, like, all it's not like the these guys are physically that different, even in stature and muscle. It's like, yeah, they look like dads. Yeah. I mean, like if this happened in the NBA, it would be like, oh, that's he's whatever seven player, feet tall. you know, like, right. they obviously stand out, not these golfers. But I'm getting giving Adam my mensch of the week just for the way that he handled the situation um, as a white woman named Megan with the haircut that I have. Um, I you know. just look like someone who is going to complain all the time and go to talk to somebody's manager about this. Um, you know. And I, I think if I was put in that situation, people would say, Oh, there's going to be a lawsuit. But with Adam, yeah. you knew right away, this is all cool. This is cool. Yeah. I don't care that you just tackled me. Um, I think he was a great sport about it. And it shows that he's a true friend because if he's willing to get tackled to celebrate with his bestie after, winning the Canadian Open Canadian Open I think that he'd be willing to do just about anything. I was honestly surprised that Canadians were this fast to resort to violence. You know, this feels very American um to be like tackle him. And you know, I'm I'm against security like when they tackled that man who was trying to propose. It's like, oh, you know, I know they're doing something wrong, but do you need to fully level them? But I said, "Oh, okay, even in Canada, they, you know, they took a page out of our book." Um but Megan, you make a great point. You and I, we could we could be maybe sort of like superheroes. I'm imagining us like back to back arms crossed and we turn to the camera and we say killer karens mm-hmm. um okay eddie give us your mensch this week sure uh, i figured i'd tackle the nhl the stanley cup so you guys don't have to uh thank a couple you wrap up notes here a couple mentions to give out i'll start with the losing team the florida panthers matthew kachuk i don't know if you guys saw this but he he's you know one of the best player on the team one of the best players in the yes. league uh got hurt nhl is very big on not specifically naming the injury because then players can obviously target it. I like Um, that. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense for the league. So then he plays in game four scores in game four. uh, But we find out after the loss yesterday, that's when all the injuries start to trickle out. I believe it was uh, John Butchagross tweeted it that his brother Brady plays uh, in the league as well for the senators. uh, he, He players nap before the games. Brady had to lift Matt up like before and after his nap to ensure that he could uh, sleep because he had a broken sternum. Oh my gosh. He played in game four, the broken sternum and scored. uh, And he obviously he missed game five. They got blown out. Obviously hockey guys, man, they are, they are born different. So I gotta, I gotta tip my cap to him on this. Um, The other mensch on the Vegas Lions, the winning team say, well, obviously mensch is the entire Vegas night team, Uh, you know, March or so winning the Smythe. He's an original Vegas line member six years ago. The, the owners said they're going to win a cup in six years. They did that. It's pretty remarkable. And, you know, uh, seeing like Bruce Cassidy go from the Boston Bruins, he got fired last year. They hire a coach. They go, obviously, tremendous regular season, record-breaking regular season. They lose to the Florida Panthers. They're in their ex-coach goes and wins it with the Knights. That's insane. And then Jack Eichel going through his, you know, shipping out of Buffalo, having a so to speak, relatively experimental uh, neck surgery called ADR, where they change out your disc in your spine. He has oh, that what? and he comes back and plays and they, they they were just, you know, they they go and trade for him. They go and trade for Mark Stone. Big gamble moves. 
They both paid off. Uh, Jack Eichel winning a cup. The number two pick behind Connor McDavid beating McJesus to a cup is also insane. So just so many mensch type awards uh, going out for this uh, playoffs. And it, it was, you know, there's a reason why it was the most watched playoffs in a while in 21 years, I believe it was wow. awesome job all around. So uh, the Knights, they well-deserved and uh, that was a lot of fun. And congrats well, Eddie, to the thank NHL you. then too. Eddie, thank you for um, the mensch and for the hockey update because Lord knows we were not going to cover it in uh, this podcast. Um, I another also have a tennis that, update. I was just um, going to say another topic that I uh, don't know much about, but my husband was watching. The, yes. So the Novak Djokovic won his 23rd Grand Slam title uh, winning the French Open this past weekend. He now holds the record for most Grand Slams. He is he was tied with Rafael Nadal uh, and then won this and now he is in the lead Mm -hmm. um i do think this makes some people say he's the goat um he also has a very varied uh win record rafael nadal won a ton of french opens and sampras won a bunch of wimbledons and so they were sort of specialists uh Mm -hmm. federer's is sprinkled around a little bit more Djokovic's is sprinkled around even more um a lot of them are australian opens which people consider the least uh, prestigious and least difficult to win. But he is not my goat um, just because I don't like him. Um, But Tom Brady was in attendance for the finals match. There was pictures of them. They sort of greeted each other after the win. They're actually very similar. He was Um, sitting with um, Djokovic's wife, right? I At first, that. I was like, "Who's that woman?" And then yeah. Andrew was like, "Yeah, That's she's very pretty." I used to, I used to follow her on Instagram, and then I had to get out of there. Um, but they're, yeah, they they're very similar. I think they both think they're smarter than everyone. Which mm-hmm. honestly, the more I analyze it, may just be a trait you have to have to be a great athlete. I think so. Um, to be like, no, I'm a genius too. It's like okay. Uh, so two goats in attendance, and I guess, congrats. You're not a, a Djokovic fan? Well, you know, Djokovic uh, fans did once DM me that they I hoped do remember my that. son got taken away from me. So, no, I don't love them. Um, but big, uh, big week for Serbians. But you but you acknowledge him, right? Like, no, I no, don't I, like he's, Brady, he's but incredible. I acknowledge him. Yeah, no, they're both they're both incredible athletes. Um and a truly devastating and heartbreaking story uh, that's been developing over the last few days. Olympic gold medalist Tori Bowie um, died during childbirth. Died and it, it happened just outside alone. of Orlando, Florida. Yes. Um, yeah. I am a active member in the running community here in Orlando, Florida. And a lot of people in um, the running community around here knew her, were familiar with her training group. And when she died, this was... It, it it shook the you know running world in general, and then this week to learn that it was about a complication with childbirth is is even more troubling. It's so sad. It also seems like oh my god, how could this happen? And the sad reality is, um, this happens far too often, especially um, to Black women um, who are at like a 300 times more likely to become very ill or die during childbirth than their white counterparts. Um, 32 years old, she was eight months pregnant. The baby also um, died and just so tragic, so sad. I think this will help raise awareness about some of the issues that, that led to her death, but 
really so devastating. And and my heart goes out to her family and to the running community she was a part of. She was a 2016 um, Rio Olympic silver medalist, um, 100. And then the 100 meters, she won um, the bronze medal. And um, she was a member of the four by 100 meter team with Allison Felix, um, English gardener, and they did win a gold medal. Um, so thoughts to her, her teammates, um, all of those who loved her and um, trained with her, worked with her, um, whatever they did, uh, thinking of all of those impacted by the loss. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk all things NBA. Why should you bet with Caesars Sportsbook? Two words, Caesars Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and so much more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. Must be 21 plus. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or in Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Washington, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. In Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo to 
Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Okay, we are back. And um, we mentioned the NBA Finals are complete. Um, And Megan, my biggest takeaway from these finals, the Nuggets are your champions. And they hoisted the Larry O'Brien trophy. My biggest takeaway here, we talked about Jokic. God, this is tough. I mean, we had Jokovic. Jokovic. And now we have Jokic. Jokic. They're, and they're this both is, Serbian. They're both this Serbian. is tough. This is, yeah. this, we're going to get through this. But um, the Joker, as I am going to call him for the sake of me not messing up throughout this podcast, uh, he won me over throughout this playoffs. I know we talked last week about how he's lacking in the personality department and maybe the marketing team around the Nuggets need to do a better job. I don't think so anymore. I mean, he just won me over with his post-game presser when he was asked if he was going to be attending the parade that was going to take place on Wednesday. And without hesitation, the Joker says, no, I need to go home. I need to go home. <laughs> um, and and I actually think maybe the PR did get in his ear. What I think happened is he just <laughs> leaned into who he was. Well, I just so think it's so like, relatable. He's like, listen, I, I don't want to celebrate. All I want to do is be left alone, which I think a lot of people can relate to. He's like, I want to get out of Denver. This isn't my home. My home. He's like, I'd rather go back to Serbia than I have horses Denver. there. I have a family yes. there. I, 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 I'm done. I spent yes. enough time with all of you people. Now, please leave me alone. You got Even- your championship. Even his champagne spray, it was very like, it was, you know, a bachelorette that does not want to be getting married. Um, So the, the sort of the cultural standouts too, I was getting sent a lot. Peyton Manning sitting courtside. Is this troubling for you? Yes, it's very troubling. The way Peyton embraces Denver. It drives me insane because mm-hmm. it's like you were there so briefly. Yes. Obviously, India is, is your football home, I'm going to say, even though I'm not Peyton, I'm going to say that for him. What I think this is, because a friend who's a Colts fan sent to me and said he loved Denver so much more. And I was like, I actually don't think he does. I think he loves Indy more. I think he probably likes the Broncos ownership more, though. Um, There was this Jim Ursay, whose birthday was yesterday, same birthday as my mom, um, was asked a few weeks ago his favorite NFL players, and he didn't have Peyton as number one. I don't even think Peyton was in the top three. And it's like, Jim, what are we doing? So I think I think Peyton really embracing Denver is a way to stick it to Colts ownership. That's what I'm telling myself. So I can feel like I'm still the most important ex-wife. He did look great in orange. I will say that big forehead looked really good in orange. Um, It is. I think he might like Denver a little bit better. Okay, fine. So then they also, they 300 days a year of sunshine. I mean, what's not to love? Uh, Jokic says, give me the f- out of here. So I guess there's some things not to love. But listen, um, he's from Serbia. You don't get sunshine in Serbia. He doesn't want the sunshine. He, he prefers it dark <laughs> and gloomy. He wants to get back home so he can be miserable. And not have to put sunscreen on. Okay. Yes. So 
Um, Sierra, Sierra and Russell Wilson were also in attendance. New Broncos head coach Sean Payton. Not Matt Hackett didn't get the invite. It's tough to see to Sean Payton. I go, I don't like him. Um, really, uh, no. Megan, he is beloved. Not by me. I am surprised. No. What 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 issue could you possibly have with Sean Payton? Well, the Saints beat the Colts in a Super Bowl. Um, and then I, I, it's not even like what was it when he was paying players to hurt other players? I don't really even care about that. I don't. You know what it is? They cut to him and he was talking to his wife so mm-hmm. intensely, and it reminded me of that meme of the guy like explaining something to the girl and she doesn't uh, care. And okay. it was like every time they cut to him, he's just like saying something, and it's like just let the lady live, okay? <laughs> just let her look around, let her chat with people next to her like she does not need you telling her about basketball so i think our big takeaways from uh these finals are what the heck happened to jimmy butler in the finals we love eric spolstra half filipino right or is it a quarter half filipino king so um we love him uh jokic and the brothers have moved up in my book Listen, I I obviously respected him as a player, but now I I respect the true. Oh, no, Megan, I, I'm, I respect I gotta, it. Like I just no, love I'm, the honesty. Don't, I'm saying, don't be oh fake. no, to me. I'm saying, oh no, to me. Because yesterday I was like, you know what? Sometimes I think the brothers are kind of hot, and then someone too. and then someone sent me a picture. <laughs> I think we're like, I think we're maybe having forever beer goggles when we're seeing them because someone sent me a picture and they are actually very not hot. Um, They are hotter than their brother. That and that's what we're reacting to. Yes. And the energy feels fun. I don't know. There's there's something um, about it. But so congrats to the Nuggets. Um, I know people that won a bunch of money on this. So, you know, who is hot, though? He's young. But Michael Porter Jr., I see you. Yeah, what was his thing? He definitely had a thing that wasn't great. He had a not great, not so great game in game three and then game. No, I'm not. I'm thinking off court. Oh, um, off okay. court. Let yeah. me do a quick. We could do. Well, speaking of off court, I mean, yes, our we got to get to our real court story right now. Is get- Zion Williamson. And oh, boy, is there some drama. So his baby mama to be i know you don't like that term so i just yes. want to apologize in advance but he does Sometimes have a we don't baby know what else to call to people yes. um a woman that he is having a child with it was announced they did a i think it was a gender reveal or maybe it was just like a overall baby yeah. announcement um and then a gal um a working gal named her name Mar- oh go ahead sorry named mariah mills unloaded a series of tweets that have not stopped. We are now on day seven mm-hmm. um, of Mariah Mills tweeting screenshots of conversations, photos of um, Zion reacting to pictures of her body, things Zion said, stuff she said to Zion. I mean, it is some of the messiest, messiest, messiest stuff I've ever seen. And having read almost all of it and being sent a lot of it, I've come out for Firmly on Zion's side. I don't know what this woman expected from him. She's clearly um, upset. And it, it's so much so that I'm like, oh, I bet these older retired NBA players are like, wow, you guys are making a lot more money than we did, but your hoes are messy. Well, um, she's 
she hasn't held back whatsoever. I know no. you are a Zion apologist and you were the number one person defending Zion when everybody else was weight shaming and body shaming Zion because he has put on a lot of weight. He hasn't played many games. Obviously, now he's the lost number the one weight. overall pick. He's lost some of the weight. But According Mariah, to Mariah because won, of her. <laughs> yes. Mariah said that his, this new woman is one of the reasons that he got fat. Mariah okay. said that she well, was one of the reasons um, that he stayed slim um but there is a silver lining for mariah so she is an adult film star and ever since this news dropped on june 7th um her name received a 2293 percent jump in the website search engine at the time of this reporting she was ranked number 91 in Pornhub's porn star ranking and, and number 34 for that week in comparison to her number 173 ranking. And this is why I think she's doing it. I actually don't think she cares about Zion. I don't mm -hmm. think she thought she was going to be Mrs. Zion Williamson. I don't even think she wants to be. I think this is all a publicity stunt for her um, career. Well, she and was the third most trending porn star yeah, on so it's Pornhub. Like she's savvy. I just wish it wasn't at the expense of my sweet Zion because like none of it. It's like, oh, you didn't think this NBA player was having sex with other women. Like I, even I know that um, I was upset at one point because he did text her. Know any thick white girls who would want to join us. And I was very offended that she did not send my name back um, as a thick white girl. <laughs> Zion, I, like I, I'd be down. I think my husband would be okay with it. And Mariah, like, don't leave us thick white girls out here flapping in the wind alone. I am not a thick white girl, so I think I'm ruled out from this uh, scenario here. But I, I do just want to share this one uh, little quick quote that um, Mariah said. She apparently this all happened. The conception of Zion's baby with this other woman around <laughs> Valentine's Day. Mariah was supposed to see Zion on Valentine's Day, but unfortunately she was unable to. And she said this, <laughs> I wish I would have came and seen you on Valentine's Day as you wanted me to, but I was still sick from my failed butt reduction surgery right. in December. So I was on bed rest until March as requested from my doctor. Which now, is a look, long a time for an date, adult film star. That's a lot. Like, I hope she's getting workers comp. But then because she got this butt reduction, Zion knocked up another woman. Yeah. Apparently, Zion could have two women pregnant because Mariah also informed the Internet that she's late. So I just think we need to get all of these people on Maury right now. It will be the most watched episode of Maury where we find out if Zion truly is, in fact, the baby daddy of these babies or one baby. There could I, be but I, I have so many questions about the butt reduction. I'd like a 2020 Dateline esque special because it's like, was it a was it a butt implant that then she was having reduced or was it her natural butt that she was having reduced? Um, the, I'm going to say implant, but I could be wrong. Yeah, and I yeah. would like to know to be out from December to March. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm glad she's recouping some money now. Um, but it's all been so messy. Zion just seems so like um innocent to me <laughs> so you know like I just think of him as sort of childlike um but I you know I wish I wish everyone in this scenario the best possible outcome for them and their fake butts 
Well, um, it is it is highly entertaining, and it, it does beg the question, who is having a worse offseason, John Morant or Zion Williamson? Look, Jaw's got some issues, but at least he respects women. I think Zion respects women, too. I don't know. I, I don't think know. he Mariah disrespects think a so. lot of women. I think he respects <laughs> a lot of women. Um, you know, who does not respect uh, mascots is Conor McGregor. Oh, boy. I've seen the video now. He was doing a bit with the heat mascot and he took it too far as he always does yes and he does. part of this is on the heat to to go yeah we knew this was going to go poorly he punched the mascot too hard when they were doing this bit that the mascot had to go to the emergency room <laughs> now do you think the mascot shows up in mascot gear or they like take the head off take the body off and send him as the real person I think while cameras are rolling, I mean, you got to send them off in the whole yeah. gimmick gear. And then as soon as they're like, all right, take this, take this off. You can't uh, trust Conor McGregor to not punch someone the hardest he can punch someone. And please like, stay away from my Kings, Benny the Bull and stuff at the Magic, because I love those two mascots. Don't mess with them. You know, my friend, you're, this is going to, you're really going to have to follow this. My friend's mom was married to Benny the Bull <laughs> and Benny the Bull got arrested for selling drugs in his Benny the Bull costume. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure they had to really dig deep to find out that mystery because they're like, oh, there's no way Benny the Bull is a drug dealer. No. Nope. Was he selling like hard drugs or just weed? Hard. Oh, <laughs> Benny, stop it. He's got his little red furry legs out. Um, So we we are sending well wishes to the Heat mascot. Connor, no more bits for you. No more, uh, no more comedy things. I do know someone who like filmed something with Floyd Mayweather once where Floyd was supposed to like grab them. And again, he grabbed him too hard and he got hurt. It's like they don't they don't know stage fighting. They only know real fighting. No, no, they really don't. It is pretty funny. I'm just back to Zion really quick because I just went to my Google page. If you Google Mariah Mills, like the videos that come up are a little... Her nipples uh, look so hard. Wild. Um, yeah, no, her boobs were like the hardest looking things I've ever seen. And on that note, let's take our last break and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 
All right, we are back. And you know what else is back is uh, football, sort of, kind of. Um, mandatory mini camp was this week. Um, so I, I you got a little taste of football. You got to see the guys running around. Um, we don't really know what, what any of it means, but there, there has been some news that has come out of it. And one of those um, little headlines is that Bryce Young was promoted to QB1, which... We knew it was going to happen eventually. I kind of think it's dumb that they even had him listed as anything but quarterback number one. But uh, but that's that's what's going on there. Uh, there is a little bit of trouble in paradise, and we need to do a wellness check on our dear friend Eddie Spaghetti because Saquon Barkley says if a deal isn't made by July 17th, he's prepared to sit. <clears throat> the Eddie? I mean, I'm not really worried in the least. Okay, uh, great, great. I, number one, I mean, as of today, I believe it was Ian Rappaport that said that they're actually bringing back the original offer of like 14 million a year um, to the table again. So it's like if he takes it, great, we have him. He, he's a difference maker. It, it's it's this weird fine line with running backs where you have certain guys who clearly improve the team if they're not on the roster. The, the Giants without Saquon, you're not as uh, hopeful as another playoff, you know, appearance playoff victory. But then the other bad side of that is like, well, if you're paying him over 10 million a year, you're like, well, he's a running back. He doesn't deserve it. So there's like really no winning in this scenario. Ultimately, I do think he will be a giant um, relatively soon. I'm not I'm not that concerned. I feel awful for running backs. It's just it feels like a trend. It feels like a trend, though, where it's just like, oh, you guys just like aren't you're you're just not as important anymore. I know Jonathan Taylor, they uh, the Colts and him started contract negotiations uh, again today um but it's like yeah even sometimes I, I go where's Todd Gurley like the the league just runs through them and they used to be so instrumental and high paid and important and we're just kind of in a down cycle of of their importance and the game has changed so much and just their um there, there's a lot of miles on the body. Uh, I mean, we saw this week, Dalvin Cook released by the Vikings. The Broncos are not interested at all. Uh, Patriots, they released running back James Robinson. Um, it's tough because I understand why teams are doing it from a business perspective, but it is sad to watch these running backs who their careers are over at 27. Yeah. They if lead I lead the league in rushing one year and two years later, they're out of the league. It's I very know. Sad. If I was um, giving advice to any of them as a woman who's never played a down of football, I would say try and make yourself valuable in as many areas outside of just running the ball. Be an incredible, be be a great blocker. Yeah, look Um, like Brandon Bolden, you know? Yes, make yourself important on special teams. Um, Make yourself really, you know, there's, there's tight ends that aren't great tight ends, but they they protect the quarterback really well. So it's like you look at know. someone like Matthew Slater. He's on the Patriots as a exclusively special team guy and he's a locker room leader. So something like that, we need to find job security for these running backs and put some respect on their names. But I get um, it because listen, when I'm doing my fantasy draft, uh, I, I also I, I get the running back thing. Yeah. But when you have a good one, it's huge. Like yes. I, I just think from the, the Colts aspect, it's like the, I mean, I guess Jonathan Taylor was the best in the league and we still didn't make the playoffs because of Carson Wentz. So maybe I'm disproving my own theory, but I, I, 
I think of someone like Jonathan Taylor. Um, and and I bet Saquon has these qualities too, of, of just being like a leader too. So it's like it's it's not just the on-field stuff, also someone smart who can help guys along and is just an integral part of the offense on and off the field. But how much are we gonna pay someone to be a leader? Well, I mean. You should see what some of these idiots out here make like that run Netflix and they're not even leaders. Um, the Browns unveiled a new logo. Did you see it? You, you no, have thoughts? No, I'm you good. didn't see it. Um, no, right, I'll uh, look it up. You know, I'm, I, you know, I'm out on the Browns. Um, yes. and so like, I don't even know what the further notice will be because it's like, uh, yeah, I like that dog. I've always liked the dog. The dog is good. Um, I like the logo. It's, you know, it's, it's nice. Dog lovers out there. Uh, yeah, I bought some I bought some joints recently in yeah. Chicago and they are called dog walkers. And they're you know, they they give money to animal shelters That's and nice. they have um, they're like built. this. You know, they're made the size for if you're walking your dog. Just to That's have, cute. I yeah. do think it's like I see this and I go, oh, I like that dog. This also looks like a lot of men that live in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's sort of dual purpose where it's like it's the mascot, but it's also like the unofficial mascot who is the fan. Well, speaking um, of someone else you don't like, J.J. Watt, he is entering the Texans ring of honor on October 1st. Who else 1st. is in that? One? If it's a, if it's a ring, there's got to be more than one person. It's like, yeah, you could just say it's like the statue, just the one guy. You, I know you don't like J.J. Watt, so I knew the story was just going to. Well, I just don't know who else is in the Texans ring of honor. I'm going to Google it right now. Texans ring of honor. We got I some say put Lovey Smith in there just for his fun hygiene. His beard. I'm Googling it right now. Texans Ring of Honor. Who's in it? Um, who's in the Texans Ring of Honor? Oh, we have um Robert McNair, Andre Johnson. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's all it says right here. So well, can, uh, the ring so is still trio. being completed. The trio of honor, the three yes. amigos of honor. Hey, I think JJ deserves it. He of did course. have put him in there. I think he should be the only one. But then it can't be a ring. That's my point. (laughs) What else do we got? Uh, Mac Jones says that he's going to do everything he can to regain the respect of the Patriots locker room. And Boston Sports Talk Radio was not inspired by Mac Jones' performance at mandatory minicamp. So things are not off to the best start. Leave Mac alone. Let let Mac fly. And I, I think you guys just have to stop being so mean to Mac. I think that that is true as well. And the whole Bailey Zappi thing didn't do Mac Jones any favors last no. year. Um, just give the guy a little bit of a break. Also, it's like, with- uh, who else, who's in that locker room that has a ton of respect? You know, it's not like he's standing tiny amongst a bunch of giants. They're all Mac Joneses. So it's like, maybe some of them should earn his respect. I agree. I agree. You are preaching to the choir here. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is allegedly visiting with the Titans and it was reported that he was visiting with the Patriots, but uh, Bill Belichick has not quite addressed it. And there's been rumors that he's not coming. So I'm not really sure if he's going to eventually make his way to new England or not, but um, he's definitely stopping in Nashville. Okay. Now, Megan, I'm ready to talk some baseball. Can you believe it? You are. Yes. So when you sent the video of the end of the Canadian Open, I loved it. And then on our good friend Sal's 
Twitter, I saw a hilarious video of Yankees announcer John Sterling being hit by a foul ball. Now, that's not funny. I shouldn't be laughing. But the way he reacts, he gets hit. And it, like, that's my fear. I'm I'm going to the Dodgers White Sox game tonight. And all, all I'll think about all day is I hope I don't get hit by a ball. So he gets hit by a ball and he goes, oh, oh. Oh, oh, but he doesn't say any curse words. And it's like, Megan, the last few weeks, all we've been talking about is these announcers that are saying accidental slurs and saying terrible words. One of them, I think, said big black. Like, what is going on? We played that one on the show. John Sterling gets whacked in the head and he keeps it professional. He just goes, oh. Oh, it was so funny. And then the Yankees went on to win. And he was like, that really hurt. Yankees win. It was so hilarious and so fun. And he is an elder. He's like, he's old, 85 years old. He probably got one of those gross old people bruises that just looks like you're bleeding for three months. Those are devastating. I hate those. I hate, I feel so bad for those. Um, But yes, as I said, I am going to my first Dodgers game of the season. Dodgers. They're going to win. Socks. They're going to win. I wrote in the in the rundown, should we put a friendly wager on it? Megan, you love friendly wagers. And you said, no, no, you go, I you won't even take I was, anything. I just I'll, listen. What do you want? I'll give it to you right now. No, I, I, I just, I've been I thought I've been be, really I thought you'd be like, yeah, thing. fun. Liam Hendricks. I don't know. He's oh probably going to eat Tommy John now, Megan. He's uh, he's on the 60 day IL. It's oh, just, I didn't know that. Oh, being a White Sox fan is just just miserable, Um, especially the way that they've been losing games. Not last night. They lost that game in the first inning. So it's fine. I had eight other innings to process my emotions. But when I'm there on Saturday, you know, they have a one nothing lead. There's been like five hits the entire ball game. And who comes trotting out of the pen is Joe Kelly. And Andrew and I look at each other and we go, well, we're going to lose this one. Sure enough, Joe Kelly loads the bases up and the White Sox end up Losing that one, the bats are dead right now, completely dead. They can't do anything. Tim Anderson, who was my king heading into the year, he's hit zero home runs throughout the season. A lot of fantasy owners are not happy. They are dropping him. They are benching him. Yesterday, I officially decided that Luis Robert has moved into uh, position number one for my favorite baseball players right now. Tim Anderson was there, and I'm just, I'm done with him. I don't think he wants to be in Chicago He's not playing like he wants to be in Chicago. Um, in now Chicago we have this in the summer situation. There's no place better than Chicago in the summer. It's, it's now, Joe disaster. Kelly's glasses guy, right? Yeah, Joe Kelly is the um, most below average closer of Amazing. our lifetime. Amazing. And he still continues to get jobs. So he is just known for blowing games or loading the bases and then striking three guys out just to get you close enough to give you a heart attack. So well, uh, Joe okay. Kelly, I don't listen. If Joe Kelly can keep a job in major league baseball, I think we should all be getting raises. Uh, it gives us sort. a lot of hope. Um, I'm mostly excited. I think I'm probably going to have a hot dog. You know, I haven't had nachos in the helmet in years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I may, I might be, I might get some helmet nachos. I'm going um, with our neighbors. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that it was the white socks, I was like, Oh boy, the white socks. And I go, way back. And my neighbor said that he would refuse to drive me if I wore anything white socks. And they said, I'll be in my Mookie Betts jersey. Um, but I just need you to know my cousin does work for the white socks. And one Sazi Gian told me if I wanted to be famous in this country, I should murder someone. So. Oh my God. I can't believe you've talked to Ozzy Gian before. Yes. One-on-one. One-on-one. <laughs> 
Oh my God. I just, I love him so much. He followed me on Twitter and I DM'd him and he still hasn't answered. I actually DM'd him asking him to come on the show and he hasn't answered. Ozzy. But he still follows me. Love you, Ozzy. You got it. You got it. And when him telling me to kill someone, he wasn't, he wasn't being mean. He was, he said, look at this country. You want to be famous? Kill someone. And honestly, I'm not going to do it. It's not terrible advice. You'll get a documentary made about you. Yeah. The mama murder. Just if you're going to do it, you have to kind of leave it up in the air so it doesn't look like you did it. So we leave a little questioning for the people. We need to have a good someone that like people do want dead. Then maybe you're deemed a hero. Um, Also at the White Sox game, it was uh, Margaritaville Day because you are a White Sox fan. It is a minor league baseball franchise. So they give out free giveaways and they have sponsored days and all of those things. So for the first 20,000 fans, they were giving out White Sox Hawaiian t-shirts. There were 21,000 people at the game. So everybody got a t-shirt except for 1,000 people. Oh yeah, wore it it at the game. Um, Very happy with it. It's not, I thought it was going to be littered with promotions right but it just has uh-huh. one little beggar's pizza logo and the rest is a white Sox hawaiian shirt and that, that was pretty cute that was fun that was fun to wear and the day was great until joe kelly ruined it and tim anderson who's now on my list joe kelly did get the induce the ground ball to turn to and tim anderson completely fumbled it and okay and well go dodgers um mookie Betts travels with a full kitchen setup um i watched a video about that mm. and he's like he's like yeah i have all my saute pans i just i ate an empanada mm-hmm. and a hot dog mm-hmm. and um had a couple beers so it was it was a good time by all okay i think empanada at the baseball game was pretty good yeah an empanada sounds really good i think i'm probably gonna do some margaritas mm-hmm. and um my neighbors have seen me um get loose before so it's not like one of those things where i need to like be on my best behavior i also recommend for hot dogs there are two different kinds at the ballpark you either go to the one where the hot dog is already packaged and has probably been sitting there and it was made in water or you find the grill station where you can get the nice dog with the grill marks i'm a grill gal i made my husband walk around the stadium to specifically find the grill station and he told me they're all the same. We can just go anywhere. And mm-hmm. I said, no, 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 no. I need mm-hmm. my dog with the grill marks on it. So please and don't I, be a water dog. I like the bun to be hot and kind mm-hmm. of stuck to the dog. Like okay. I like it to be like a little soggy on the dog. I don't know if I like that. I like it to be a little crispy. Like I like uh, the grill marks, you know, fresh. Um, this is what makes the world go round. Um, I'll keep everyone updated on, on what I eat. I am going to wear white jeans. So it's like if I get a hot dog and nachos... And I can't spill anything on my pants. And I don't know if that's going to work out. Um, that's it. And also just <laughs> so let, it, let it be known. Well, before I went to a White Sox game, the White Sox had won eight of their last 10. They lost the game I went to. They lost Sunday and they lost yesterday. So since I've gone to a game, they're on a three-game lose streak. So thank you very much, Chicago Congrats. White Sox, for um I'm so thrilled to see uh, you and Eddie today. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, And that's all we got for you. We'll see you next week. Cute sunglasses. Bye.